Bears kicked off 2020 with an impressive victory over the London Broncos at the Butts Park Arena on Friday night, and we've got all the reaction and analysis for you on this episode. Welcome to the official Coventry Bears podcast. Welcome to Bear Necessities. <laughs> is the official Coventry Bears podcast. You'll find us every week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and at CoventryBears.com. I'm one of your hosts, Dave Musson, and with me as always is my co-host and former Bears fullback, Craig Cathcart. Craig, how are you doing? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm a very happy Bears fan. I think I spent a large part of yesterday slightly hungover after um, overindulging in the celebratory drinks afterwards. But yeah, it was uh, it was a good night, really good night on, on Friday. I really enjoyed it. It really was a good night and we will we will relive some of that for you over the course of this episode and dip into it. But um, before we get stuck into um, tackling the Bears' victory over the London Broncos, um, Craig, you, we're recording this at the end of the first weekend of this year's Challenge Cup um, and you've spotted some Midlands success in that first round of results, haven't you? So uh, I know there was, you wanted to shout out somebody in particular, so, uh, so over to you as our Challenge Cup reporter. Yeah, yeah. So Sherwood Wolfhunt um, got the win today in the in the first round of the Challenge Cup. Uh, there was two Midlands teams, Sherwood Wolfhunt um, and Bedford, um, in the draw. Bedford unfortunately lost to one of Bears' old opponents, Dissington. Um, but yeah, Sherwood Wolfhunt beat West Tigers today. Um, apparently, there was a big crowd there as well today, four hundred plus to watch the game. So. Um, that's quite a, a really good achievement. I think it's been a long time since um, since a Midlands amateur team has uh, has managed to progress, and uh, I just think it'd be amazing if they could get through the next round and potentially draw the Bears. That would be well, that would be a cracking game, wouldn't it? It would be it would be absolutely amazing. Imagine the the profile for Midlands Rugby League. So, uh, yeah, well well done to to Sherwood, and, and fingers crossed for round two, definitely. Yeah, and I think it by all accounts was a fantastic game. It was twenty six twenty four, and I think they um, they scored in the last uh, minute to win the game. So, would have been a great one to go and watch today. I'm, I'm a bit disappointed actually I didn't make the the track across to watch it. Yeah, so. that's the magic of the cup, definitely. Cool. So, um, coming up on this week's show, then uh, as I mentioned, we've got the analysis of last Friday's twenty two fourteen victory against the London Broncos reserves at the Butts Park Arena. And that will include hearing from the Bears director of rugby, Alan Robinson, and we'll look ahead to this Sunday's final preseason match, which is a game away to the Keithley Cougars. Um, but first then, let's run through the story of Friday's game, which was watched by a lively 453 fans at the Butts Park Arena. Now, the Bears had a matchday squad of 21 players, which is, uh, for any new listeners, that's that's not usual for a rugby league match. Um, but it is a pre-season game, so there was a chance to try out a few fringe players. Around half of that squad were new signings. Um, and it was also the first outing for the Bears on a new 4G pitch. All factors, you might have thought, could hamper the Bears. And yet, 
it didn't. The team looked really well drilled, really fit. They played for each other pretty much the entire 80 minutes and they scored four tries to win the game. All of the tries came from new signings as well. Ryan Langton opened the scoring early on from close range after the Bears had forced the Broncos' error to win a scrum a few metres out and Brad Clavering converted. And Langton was key again for the second try. He made a really neat break and beautifully offloaded to Chris Cullimore who scored under the sticks. Clavering's conversion made it 12-0 and the Bears scored again right before half-time. This one came from a Broncos error. Broncos fumbled the ball on halfway and our new halfback Kieran Smith kicked it on, dribbled the length of the pitch and scored in the corner. Um, that made it 16-0 at half-time. Very well deserved and very well received by the crowd. Second half... There was a slight wobble from the Bears for about a 10-minute period where the Broncos scored three quick tries in uh, where the Broncos scored three tries in quick succession to pull it back to 16-14. But from the restart after that third London try, the Bears bagged the match-winning try. Clavering's high kick was spilled by the Broncos defender about 20 metres out from his own line and there waiting was Cullimore who kicked through, dive on the ball to score, Clavering added the extras, that made it 22-14 to the Bears and that's how it remained until the end. So we will give you our take on the match in a moment but first here's what Bears director of rugby Alan Robinson had to say after the match. Well Alan, great start to the to the new campaign a win against the Broncos obviously there are going to be some bits that uh, you want to work on on the training ground but overall you must be pleased with what you've seen tonight uh, yeah you know um, the that Broncos side tonight they're reserve grade or uh, I've got a big year ahead as well um, they're really young really enthusiastic really really fit um, and I think for us at this time of year to be able to keep up with them to match their energy to match their enthusiasm you know is a real positive um, there was some, you know, untidy parts of the game, but I think in general, you know, we have a lot to take from it. And you, one of the things you've been really um, passionate about in this off season is implementing this this set of values that you want the the players and the club to buy into, and it really seemed like it was having an effect tonight. That that team, considering how new it is, they really look like a, a unit that has gelled in the off-season. They were playing through each other, they were working for each other. Are you pleased with how those values are already seeping into the team? Yeah, that's where it was. It's pleasing. Um, having that instilling a culture is something that you can't just sort of force on people. But I think the fact that the boys have been working really hard as a group, you know, we've got the great facilities that they've been training at and everyone's been putting the, putting the hours in. And yeah, that definitely is, is shown uh, tonight. And I think that's, again, you know, a massive positive for us to take forward into next week um, when we look look ahead to, to, to Keithley up there. I know it's always difficult to ask a uh, uh, head coach to sort of pick out individuals on the night. I mean, for what it's worth, from my point of view, I thought Ryan Langton looked excellent. Chris Cullimore bagged a couple of tries. Brad Clavering, we, sort of, we knew about him a little bit. All... Oh, sort of making standout debuts really was there anyone who caught your eye in particular that you want to sing the praises of yeah I thought um, Darius Hamilton was outstanding um, he's, he's just come back from Iraq uh, he's, he's worked um, been over there obviously with the army and uh, he's been in the, in the core and played with the army rugby league and um, I really liked his attitude and he's been a great guy and he's, a, he's trained the house down the last sort of week and a half so I thought he deserved an opportunity tonight and uh, he didn't disappoint. I thought he was really physical, really fit, uh, didn't look out of place at all and you know I think he could be a real fine for us. Um, other than that, uh, I thought 
I thought it was good to see Will Tully have a, have a solid game. Leon Harbour impressed me with his with his running and his commitment, and again, you know, his attitude. A uh, few of the older heads too, you know, Harry Kaufman give, always gives everything. Um, so it, it was good to see. Uh, it was good to see everyone really want to get playing again. And, and, and a part of that culture is that sort of enjoying it. And I think I said to them tonight, you know, let's go out there, let's enjoy it as well. Let's make sure, you know, we're, we're not letting ourselves down and certainly didn't do that. So you mentioned on to another game next weekend, Keith Lee, that's going to be a, a tough test, but a, a good test in the build-up to the season. What what are your thoughts now, having seen the team play tonight? Are you, you likely to change it up much next week or will it be a similar bunch of players going up to Keith Lee? I think the way we've looked at it is that we've picked the team that best deserved to play tonight off, off the work that they've done, rather than necessarily picking it for who we're playing. Next week will be different. It'll be much more physical. Um, I think really we need to assess where we are. Um, we've had a couple of little niggles tonight. A few people pulled up a bit, you know, with, with a couple of little injuries. Not saying that that's widespread, but, but we need to look at that. And I think uh, the team will probably be a bit smaller. It won't be as big a squad as we had tonight. Uh, and again, I think that's probably a good thing because it, it was quite difficult to manage at times tonight with, uh, you know, sort of 20, 20 odd players. Um, but We'll assess where we are this week and, 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 and focus on Keefley next week and, and then keep working hard. You know, I think there's probably still about another five weeks or so of pre-season, really. And lastly, a, a good crowd tonight. Um, people of Coventry clearly wanted to see you back on the butts pitch and enjoy a, a night under, under the lights to kick off their weekend. What would you say to anyone who has come down to the, to the Broncos game, particularly who maybe just took a chance on coming to watch the Bears for the first time? What would you say is is like a key reason for them to come back when the league season starts proper in a few weeks and, and stick with us throughout 2020? I think the fact that um, we're right in the heart of the city here, you know, the pitch is fantastic. Um, people, if people believe in us and get behind us, you know, we'll repay them with that hard work and, and, and they'll see that on the field. And I think more so it's a great opportunity being able to come down in the summer when the you know, weather's nice bring your kids along, you know, and, and I think it's a great opportunity for someone to come and try and come and watch a different sport. You know, we're, we're a community, we've got a lot of community values based on what we're trying to do. And, and, you know, it's all about, you know, people want to see a team that's representing the city on a national level and it's working really hard. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think we can, we, we can fit the bill there and, and we wouldn't let people down. Fantastic stuff. Great stuff getting the win tonight, Alan. I'm looking forward to chatting to you all season and uh, see you soon. Thanks, Steve. Help out the Bears even more in 2020 by joining the free Our League app. Not only will you get access to great news and content from across Rugby League all week, that's League One, Championship, Super League, the Women's Super League, PDRL and the international scene, you'll also find matches live streamed every weekend podcasts, competitions, games and more. And even better, you can select the Coventry Bears as your chosen team to proudly show off your support for our club. We'd also really appreciate it if you did select the Bears as your team as there's a chance that some of our funding could be dependent on how many registered fans we have on our league in the future. So, the more the merrier. Join now for free by searching for the Our League app in your app store or by visiting membership.rugby-league.com. So huge thanks to Bear.
Bears director of rugby, Alan Robinson, for joining us after the game. And congratulations to him and his squad for bagging that first win. Now, Craig and I are going to get into our analysis of the game in a moment, but we're trying out something a little different for this new season. And if this works in this episode, we're probably going to keep with this format for the rest of the year. So when, let me explain. We're going to pick, instead of just rambling about the game until we run out of things to say, we're going to pick five topics from Friday's game and we're going to talk about each topic for a maximum of three minutes. And I'm going to be keeping a timer to keep us in check. So that way we try and cover a lot and we don't ramble too much. Um, okay, this is, this is our first time doing it, so it might not be as smooth as it will be in a few weeks. But anyway, our five topics from, the, from Friday's game are the Bears' defence, the squad spirit and togetherness, the atmosphere and the good feeling at the Butts Park Arena, the sheer awesomeness of our new kit and we'll pick our standout players. So Craig, how are you feeling? Are you ready to are you ready to give this a go while I'm I ready. Yes, yeah, carry on. Okay. So um here we go then. Three minutes on the Bears defence. We'll start that now and I will kick this off by saying just wow, they were terrific. They were really organised in defence, really hard hitting disciplined I thought they worked really hard around the rook and save for that wobble where the Broncos scored back-to-back tries I thought they looked really solid in defense and to be honest I don't have much more to say I should have said we will be recording talking for a maximum of three minutes we don't necessarily need to use the three minutes I'm rambling now I'm breaking my own rules Craig talk about uh, the Bears defense from Friday night I thought it was excellent. I think um, they t- tackled in threes and fours at times. There was times when uh, Broncos players got unceremoniously dumped on their backsides and, and pushed backwards. Um, I think there was obviously there was a bit of a size difference. The Bears were were a bigger side um, than the than a young Broncos side. So I think it, you know doesn't tell us everything, but it looked very very good from where I was sitting. Um, I thought the the defence was was certainly a, a notch up from some of the games that we saw towards the tail end of last year. Mm. We've got some real size and some real aggression in there as well, which was was great to see. And um, yeah, as you said, a, a bit of a wobble in the um, at the start of the second half. Um, a couple of missed tackles really that that Broncos in, and they had a lot of pace out wide. Um, some things to think about there, but. You know, you, you can't um, have a perfect game every time, and and I'm sure the Bears will look at the the video and 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 think about where the where the mistakes happened at the beginning of the second half and and put things right for the next game. Exactly, and and this was the first run out of the season as well, and I thought. Given that in mind, and such a new team, I mean, I said to you during the game, one thing I noticed was just how hard they were working to shift along the defensive line. So they were they were splitting the workload. It wasn't the same people tackling again and again and again. They did look really well drilled, and I was I was very impressed with that. There's clearly been a lot of hard work going on in in the off season, and um, yeah, I think I'm excited. I'm pretty confident about them defensively going forwards. If if that's their starting point. Really good defensive line throughout most of the game. Um, lots of talk in defence as well, which, which, you know, being honest is something that was absent um, in, towards the tail end of last year. It was mm-hmm. great to see people talking to each other, encouraging each other, people working together, 
Um, you know, when someone made a tackle, someone else was in to, to wrap up the ball and everything else. It looked really fantastic. I was really impressed. And none, none of the new players seemed shy in getting involved in that talking either, did they? There was no, uh, there was no hierarchy there. Everyone was working together. Everyone was working for each other, and they they were they they did a really good job. And as you say, there 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 was a discrepancy physicality wise, but really good starting point. I thought. Yeah, yeah. Considering it's the first. I mean, I mean, we had a. A pre a game before Christmas. There we go. There's our three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't tell me that was going to happen. <laughs> I can't turn it off. There we go. Cool. Yeah. Well, they. I did say there was a timer running. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good. That was good. That was even. That felt longer than I thought it would. Okay. Right. We've done one topic. Um. We've done the defence. We're going to go on to the uh, the squad's spirit and the togetherness. And Craig, you're going to start this one. So three minutes starting now. Um, really, it follows on from what I was saying just now about the the talk. There was it was so obvious. There was a lot of talk going on. Lots of people encouraging each other. Um, Broncos were forced into a number of mistakes by the Bears, um, mainly by the Bears being in their faces and and getting stuck in and. Um, it was great to see everyone patting each other on the back, um, players congratulating each other when they made some good play. Um, a lot of leaders on the pitch. I think it was really obvious that there was a lot of leaders, but everyone working together. No one, you know, no one trying to to take any glory or um, not the same players necessarily always wanting to take the ball. Um, there was lots of people putting their hand up to take it, and and. Um, you know, real good support. It, it was really obvious that there is um, a good togetherness in this squad. Um, you could really see it, considering, uh, as I said, it's it's still relatively early. We've got a month to go before the start of the season. To see the squad to have um, blended together and, and bonded so well was really, really good. And you mentioned the whole high-fiving and back-slapping and, and stuff. I mean, it... <laughs> It, th- there was a point, I don't know if you remember, in the second half where the Bears forced an error and got the scrum and were celebrating it so much that the referee deemed it unsporting behaviour and overturned it and gave a penalty to the Broncos, which I thought was a bit harsh for a pre-season game. But it, again, that p- perhaps slight over-exuberance in that particular occasion. But it was it was really great to see those guys who have, have come together in this off-season doing it together on the pitch for the first time, being so committed in a pre-season game that they were winning at that point and there wasn't that long left, they still really cared and there was a, a real buzz about them. They wanted to force the errors. They wanted to win the ball back. And then on the flip side, in attack, I mean, the the second try the Bears scored where uh, Ryan Langton offloaded it to Chris Cullimore, like, it was a great offload from, from Langton, but the support play from Cullimore was brilliant. And there were so many instances where, you know, Bears made a break and there was a player on their shoulder and that that was really pleasing to see as well wasn't it just that that excitement and that desire to to get forward and and do the right thing for the team yeah and the, the scramble defense as well was excellent throughout which which suggests it's a team that want to work hard and want to work together mm. um no, no fingers being pointed when mistakes were made just encouragement which was really good to see the fans love to see that you know you don't want to be you don't want to be stood on the sideline and, and seeing, you know, your team getting rolled over and, and, and the no talk, no chat, you know, no encouragement for each other. You know, they were all fighting for each other and that's really, really good to see. 
Yeah. And even the multitude of interchanges didn't affect the team spirit either. Everyone had bought into the same thing and, and knew what they were doing. So uh, all in all, very good. And look at that. Boom. <laughs> Perfect. We're getting good at this, Craig, and this is only the, sec- the second one. So uh, hey, let's see how we get on. So topic number three, the atmosphere, the crowd, the general vibe at being back at the butts. I'll start this one off and I'll start it now. Um... I mean, we talked last week about how great it was to be back at the Butts um, for this season and the two seasons after it. We know that the Bears fans love a game under the Friday night lights. And last Friday night showed that. I mean, I think you know, previous two years we've had the big name of, of Leeds Rhinos. And with all respect to London Broncos, a London Broncos reserve team is much less of a draw than a Leeds Rhinos team. And yet the fans turned up. It was a really good crowd. It was a really loud crowd, really lots of positive support for the team. Yeah. The, the pitch looks absolutely fantastic. And I think, you know, as we talked about last week, a couple more games on that pitch when we know the nuances of a, a bit better and, and, and can judge our, judge kicks and that a bit better. I think we're going to have some really great moments in Coventry this year. And I think, I think hopefully the people who took a punt on the Bears on Friday night will have seen enough in their performance and their togetherness to think, yep, we'll come down to the Rochdale game at the start of the season and see what it's all about when, when there's something meaningful on the line. I mean, Craig, how, how did you enjoy Friday? I know you were in the hospitality. What was, uh, what was going on in there? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I went, went into the hospitality that was in the, I can't remember the name of the suite. now. I think it was the Miller chip suite. I think that's what it's called. It's, uh, but yeah, it was, it was in there. There was, it was quite busy actually. There was, um, I think there was about six, seven tables, um, all full. Um, nice little, nice atmosphere in there, nice buzz. Um, I was sat with a few other Bears fans who um, were part of the support Bears supporters club. Uh, there was various people from the sponsor, some of the spot Bears sponsors and, and, and other people, other fans as well. It was a real nice atmosphere. There was an interview with Al before, beforehand. Um, Michael Shires did, did, talked about the season ahead uh, there was an interview with Debbie as well um, and um, an interview with GoCV um, who had done a deal obviously with in relation to the game where if you have a GoCV card you can get in for a fiver I think yeah. there's going to be further stuff happening throughout the season in relation to that so yeah it was really good a really positive uh, nice vibe um, in terms of the watching the game, I thought it was fantastic to get 450 over 450 people uh, watching a, a preseason friendly. I mean, that's up there with some of the crowds that I've seen for other games um, around the country. So, you know, that's a fantastic attendance, and and if it's a good, hopefully, it's a good indicator of of you know what what's ahead in terms of attendances this season. Hopefully, we'll you know we'll see attendances go from strength to strength. I think one thing that a lot of people said, they were very glad to be back at the Butts. Um, it feels right, feels like the right place for the Bears to be playing. Uh, and yeah, as you said, the crowd is really loud. Perfect. No, perfect. Nothing more needs to be said on that. Okay, so on to our fourth topic of discussion, and that is the new kit. Um, so let's, I'll start again on this. So new kit, go. Um, we definitely... Don't need three minutes on this one, but we might end up stretching it to three minutes anyway. Depends how much we want to just gabble over how good the new kit is. But I just wanted to include it because, wow, seeing it 
in the flesh on the pitch. That black and white kit looks so good. I mean, we know that Alan is an incredible shirt designer and the shirt is a really classy design this year. The, the V and the, the nod to two-tone on the sleeves, the black and white, everything looks great. The white shorts really set it off perfectly. I think anyone listening who, in, who saw the game on Friday and has seen how nice it is, who hasn't gone and ordered one already um, from the link on commentarybears.com, definitely go and do that. But that's pretty much all I wanted to say. And we've still got two minutes left to talk about this. So Craig, don't feel the need to to talk for two minutes if you don't want to, but just uh, your thoughts on, on how nice the kit looks. No, the kit is fantastic. And actually it was, a, it was a topic of conversation on lots of people's lips on Friday about how nice it looks and about how they put their orders in. Um, I had a couple of guys that don't come to many games uh, who hadn't seen the new kit who commented how amazing it looked. It's really, really good. I think the white shorts definitely make it stand out. Um, I think the problem with white shorts normally is if if you're on a muddy pitch, um, then those shorts don't stay white for very long. Mm -hmm. But obviously on the new pitch, um, it's fantastic. It, it, it looked really, really good. It's a really professional looking kit. Yeah, I'm, guess, I'm guessing they'll be wearing the blue kit away to Keithley this weekend because that's usually a muddy <laughs> pitch. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, it looks fantastic. And, uh, and you know, um, I hadn't didn't see many people wearing them. I saw one or two. Um, I'm guessing people um, haven't had their, their put their orders in yet, but definitely go ahead and order that kit. Um you know, I, th- I think another thing a few people asked me was what's the difference between the light kit and the, the, the replica one. Um, I've ordered both. I ordered one which is the replica kit and one which is the lighter version. And the lighter one is looks exactly the same. It's just like a football-style jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like both. I mean, obviously, the replica kit is going to probably be a bit harder wearing and everything. But the in terms of wearing shirts in the summer, I think the... Um, lighter one's the way to go if, if you're going to wear it a lot over the summer period so yeah it's a really fantastic kit you know hats off to to alan for for his design on that and and to scorpion for pulling it all together yeah definitely okay great 30 seconds to spare that was good and um lastly then we're going to do a quick run through three minutes so it's going to be quick of, of our standout players and um to give you a sneak behind the curtain listener we have i've i've shared my picks with craig ahead of recording so um unless he's just going to copy me i'm assuming we're going to be talking about different people over the course of this three minutes um so i'll start um i'll start the timer now um four players for me who i wanted to mention um i thought ryan langton was exceptional pace power lots of guile and attack Nathan Hill at fullback looks a real threat too. I thought I really like his low centre of gravity, lots of aggression in attack. And I think if he gets running in open space, he's going to be a real threat. Really impressed with um, Darius Hamilton. Bit of an unknown for most of us watching and he really was fantastic. Couldn't fault his performance and I think he could be a real find this year. Um, And finally, my man, the guy I shouted out on the show last week, Tyler Chant. He ended up covering a bunch of positions across the bat line during the game. I thought he did brilliantly throughout. He got a lot of game time in the end because there were a couple of knocks picked up here and there. So he stayed on the pitch probably for longer than he might have been expecting. Did brilliantly. Has fantastic hair. I'm happy. Craig, over to you. <laughs> yeah, um, firstly, Brad Clavering. Um, he's an absolute giant of a man. And um, he, and surprisingly, which was, a, I think, a surprise to a lot of people, he's also a goal kicker. So yeah. I think we've got our own Andy Farrell in the in the Bears lineup now. Um, he, he was a leader as well on the pitch. You could see him organising people, talking to people. Um, I thought it was an excellent debut from him. 
Uh, Chris Collymore, got to mention him. Two tries on his debut. Looked really lively. Um, picked it up and ran a lot as well, which I, like, I really like to see. Um, he was team captain on the night, and, and he's clearly a leader on the pitch. Um, on this sort of evidence, he looks fantastic. Um, Will Budd, this guy. Oh, guy yes. If you think Brad Clavering's big, this guy is an absolute giant, and he looks like he's been chiselled out of stone. He's absolutely massive. Um, you know, there was two fans sat in front of me and Will Budd walked past and they both sort of turned around with their jaws hitting the floor going, look at the size of him. So um, <laughs> he did really well as well um, on the pitch. He ran it in really well. He looks really strong. He looks really fit. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing how he goes this season. And then I've got to give a mention to to one of last year's players, Reese Rance. Um, I think Reese looked really fit and really strong. Um, he did well with under high balls when he was asked, um, you know, when he when he was needed to be depended on. Um, he carried well as well out of the Bears' own line, and he made a couple of half breaks. One of one which he very, you know, he I think he got ankle tap, but he would have been away basically. Um, I thought he was excellent. Um, you know, that those guys all did really well. There's probably others, you know, in the team as well that I could pick out who all looked really solid. Um, so, yeah, really, all, all in all, a really good start. Um, and a lot of the new players look really, really promising. 14 seconds to spare. There we go. We <laughs> did it. We got through our, our five topics, three minutes on each. Um, listener, what did you think of that style of analysis? Do let us know via the Bears' social media accounts. Craig, I, th- I thought that was pretty good. I thought it was pretty focused yeah. and concise. Yeah. I think stop, stop me rambling. <laughs> so that's <laughs> You never ramble, Craig. It's just you know, it's just it get, adds an, an element of, of jeopardy to it, which is which is fun for all of us involved. Um, I think you'll agree. So yeah, we'll, we'll definitely give that a, a couple more goes and um, see how we get on. The idea, of course, will be that we'll pick five different topics each game, depending on what has happened in the game. Although I imagine that we will end with picking our favourite players for each one, certainly for the games we've seen in, seen in person. That seems an, an appropriate time to do it. Um, but yeah, yeah, good stuff. Make sure you don't miss a single try, tackle, pass, kick or gut-busting run of the Bears 2020 season. Order your season ticket now. Membership includes access to all 10 of our home Betfred League One games this year at the Butts Park Arena, as well as access to our members bar. Season tickets are just £125 for adults, £110 for concessions, £50 for 12 to 16 year olds, while under 12s get in free when accompanied by an adult. And for a limited time, GoCV cardholders can purchase a 2020 season ticket for just £105. To bag your season ticket, head to coventrybears.com membership and we'll see you at the next home game. Come on, Bears! Before we leave you, um, let's take a quick look ahead to this Sunday's final pre-season game, which is a trip to West Yorkshire to face the Keithley Cougars. Um, I mean, Craig, the, the Bears have a lot of history with Keithley. I mean, particularly uh, those two games in 2018 spring to mind where, you know, we went up there and we suffered a club record loss in the away match. And then a few weeks later, when they came down to Coventry, we beat them at home. We had 10, 10 regular first teamers out, uh, either injured or at the student um, Four Nations. You know, it was, it was our first ever win against a traditional Northern side. So there is, there is real you know you see the Bears playing Keithley and it does stir something in most Bears fans this is going to be a very different test to what we saw against the Broncos last Friday night I would guess this is going to be a very physical game um what are you expecting because I know you you made the trip to to 
um, Cougar Park last season for the league game, um, and I went up the year before for the uh, for the the terrible one. Um, it's it can be an intimidating place to go, and I know this is a pre-season friendly, so it's there's not as much on the line. But what do you what do you reckon from this one for the for the Bears? Um, I think uh, Cougars have really strengthened over the summer or over the off season ahead of the summer. Um, they look really good. They played uh, Dewsbury today and beat them. Um, Dewsbury, obviously, a league above the Cougars. I know it's a pre-season game, but that's a very good result for them. Um, as I said, they, they they have signed a number of um, what I would say are pro- reasonably high-profile players. Um, and I think for the Bears, uh, I mean, uh, uh, they've played excellently against Broncos, um, but they, they, they did have a size advantage. That will be... Um, not something that they'll get against the Cougars. The Cougars will probably try and match them in the middle. So it'll be an interesting game to see. Um, and I know when the Bears went up last year there, they got out enthused by Cougars in the middle um, on on what was a very muddy pitch. But the Bears um, really didn't play particularly well that day. Um, so I'm really interested. This will be the big test. This will be the test of, you know, this will be the one where... Um, Players who are going to be playing a big part in the season will want to put a marker down. Um, it's an opportunity for fringe players to show what they can do because, um, you know, that 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 will be a tough game. And, um, you know, one or two players, unfortunately, might get found out a little bit. I don't want to sound negative about it, but, you know, playing Keithley away is a tough, tough game. So um, I hope everyone's up for it and everyone gives it a good go. And, um you know, hopefully we'll get a decent result there that will bode well for the for the start of the season. Yeah, and I think I think it's really useful. Like, part of me finds it a little odd that we're playing a pre-season friendly against a team that is in the same league as us and we're going to play twice over the course of the season. But actually, it, when you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. It is it is a real, really meaningful run out. Not that last Friday against the Broncos wasn't meaningful because it absolutely was. But from that more of a, a, a sort of, a battle-wisened opponent and, and going away from home as well. Um, I'm like you, I'm, I'm really intrigued to see what sort of a showing the Bears put in, who really steps up and, and, and takes the opportunity to lay a marker down and, and show Alan and, and Richard and the coaching team, like, yes, I should be in that team when the league starts in February against Rochdale. Um, and yeah, and, and actually pretty interested to see what sort of Cougars side we get as well, because, you know, they were hampered by their points deduction last year. Um, so the league position from last year is slightly misleading. But as you say, they signed some big names. I mean, Jake Webster is a real standout for me in the centres. You know, he was playing Super League yeah. two seasons ago. Still a lot of quality in him. And he's come straight in as captain, I think, as well. Um, and they were, of course, nominated. Um, they've got to be one of the favourites to win the league. I think. Yeah, and they were they were nominated. They won Club of the Year in the the official end of season awards as well. So there there is a real buzz around that club again. Um, so yeah, I think I think it's a really a really worthy test of the Bears, and and it's nice to go into a game like that where you can just look at the performance and take the positives from it and take any learning points from it because ultimately it is a pre-season game so the result doesn't really matter obviously we'd like to see a Bears win because that's great for building confidence going into the season but so much at this stage is about seeing who's doing what who's who's putting their hand up and if they can approach it with that same discipline and togetherness that we saw last Friday night then if nothing else it's going to make for a good game I would have thought yeah I think it'll be a cracking game I think um you know, I think both teams will will want to give it a good go. 
Um, I'm not sure how many other games Keithley have got, but with it being the Bears' final preseason game, they'll be wanting to put put a marker down. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm quite excited to see how it goes. Um, if we take a beating, then you know that that you learn as much from that as you do from a win. Um, but either way, you know, as as I said, either way, the Bears will learn a lot from it. And um, I'm I'm quite positive actually. I think we'll do quite well. Um, Judging on the London performance and the players, the quality that we've got in the Bears' spine now, yeah. I think we'll um, we'll give them a good run, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Shock horror, you and I are positive about the Bears' prospects. <laughs> some things never change. Well, that is about it for this week's show. We will do our best to bring you some reaction and analysis from the Keithley match next week. Um, and then we really start counting down to the start of the season. Um, just to give you a, a taste of what's coming up in the next few weeks, the draw for the round of the Challenge Cup that affects the Bears takes place on the 27th of January um, and we'll then find out who we're playing um, in that second weekend of February and then the league starts proper on the 16th of February. Um, so do stick with us as we, we get into the start of the season and then go all the way through until September. Don't forget you can find our show on CoventryBears.com every week or you can also subscribe and listen to us on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcasts, to be honest. Um and we're also in the process of sorting out, putting these episodes, these new episodes onto YouTube as well. So bear with us on that if uh, you do prefer YouTube as your um, avenue of choice for getting podcasts. But anyway, 2020's here. The Bears are off to a winning start. Long may it continue. Thanks to you for listening. And Craig, thanks as always for joining me and I will speak to you soon. Yes, cheers, mate. Thank you.